Welcome to the Women on the Rise podcast. I'm Jen Blandos, and I am so excited to share with you that for the next 30 days, I am introducing you to 30 of Female Fusions members from around the world. They are going to share with you their stories of entrepreneurship, their highs, the lows, what inspired them to get into business, which I hope will inspire you along your entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to another episode of Women on the Rise, and this month we are featuring 30 female Fusion members who are going to tell their inspiring stories about how they got started in business, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. And today I am joined by Sherry Lee Rue, who is the co-founder of The Workshop Hub. Welcome to the podcast, Sherry Lee. Thank you for having me. So before we jump into things, Tell me a little bit more about the Workshop Hub and what you do. Sure. Um, we're still a new little company. We're still growing um, into our sort of third year. Um, and it's just taken us by surprise as how it's grown. Um, and the avenue that it's actually taken wasn't what we initially had thought it would. Um, it wasn't our initial plan. But it's it's grown its own feet naturally and it's... Um, it's doing well. We, we've got exciting projects and events coming up and people contacting us. So it's, it's very positive. And I mean, that's always how we get started in business, isn't it? A lot of times when I speak with entrepreneurs, they think that they're going to do one thing yeah. and then do something completely different as well. Yep, that's definitely been us. <laughs> so what did you initially plan on doing for the workshop up? Um, we kind of just started small workshops that we thought we would be doing for maybe moms or ladies in the evening or during the week while the kids are at school, just something okay. small. Um, and what, what would be an example of a typical workshop that you used to run? So initially we just thought we would do fun painting or macrame or jewelry making, just, okay. just little handicraft kind of things. Um, and it's just grown into an avenue that we are now doing activations for hotels and restaurants and, and companies where they bring us into events and we're now creating like a good relationship between the clients and the company because it just creates a, a really nice sense of, of of loyalty with the people coming to do the workshops in their venues. Yeah. Um, so we're now doing uh, workshops, still craft-related, still hand-crafts. Um, but, but on a bigger scale, On a right? bigger scale and related to a theme or a specific event, um, which has been really nice because we can be a lot more creative with what we're making, yeah. what we're doing. Um, well, and you've gone from being uh, business to consumer, yeah. which, um, as we know, does not always pay that well. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fulfilling. Look, it's really nice to be able to work with, with individuals and to help them. But when you go from B to C to B to B, business to business, it's a completely different yeah. ballgame. Yeah, and the absolutely. budgets are different absolutely. as well. And what you're able to do with the budget is is very different. How did you, did you find that was quite a hard transition or were you like, great, <laughs> we will take that? The brain was going, great, we will take that. But it was also, and still is, um, it's a juggle trying to, and I think that's where we're still growing and learning is how we, what we charge for the different kind of things that we're doing um, and what the budgets are because we're new to to the industry and new to these big businesses and events. So we don't necessarily always know um, 
that we're charging the right thing and we don't want to undercharge, we don't want to overcharge. So it's this continuous juggle that we're, we're still learning. Um, but we've got a lot of people and support um, that are they're guiding us and helping us, which I'm very grateful for. It's such a hard thing to get yeah. pricing right, especially in the beginning. But even as you go along, the market changes, yep. you could have more competition, less competition, you could have greater demand, less demand, that all of those things that if you're not careful, you could end up making a loss yep. or working pretty much for free, which is not fun either. No, <laughs> no. So I think we uh, we did learn that early on that, and I think that's something I've learned along the way from other people in business uh, is is we've got to stick to our guns on our rates and trust that what we are delivering is worth the money that we're asking. Yes. Um, and I think that's valuable. And there's people every time is going to ask for a lower rate or a discount or and things like that. And um, I think it depends on the relationship and what they're asking for and how you can manage that request. But overall, for me, I feel that we work hard, we deliver well, um, and what we're asking isn't extortionate. It's fair for, for the time and the value that we put in. So it's the learning to stick to our guns on, on what we're putting our prices on um, and knowing that we're going to get work where we're appreciated. I yes. So what happens when you say no? That must have been... <laughs> it's, it's hard, right, yeah. when you say... Because you want the business, especially as you're building your business... When you say no, what what's kind of going through your your mind or your <laughs> I'm body? I'm a yes person, so saying yeah. no is very hard. Um, I think I don't just come out with a flat no. It's never just no. It's no, but we can do it this way. Or f it's finding another solution to rather just being a no, a flat no. Um, and that, that tends to work. It's, it kind of maybe softens the blow a little bit. But yeah. I also think people, when you explain and they realise that we're not – going over and above or being sneaky with our pricing or anything. Yeah. Um, and most of the times it's been fine. We haven't run into any issues yet. <laughs> That's good. Because it, it is, you do have costs, especially because you're doing a lot of arts and crafts yeah. activations, that you have material costs. Yes. There are costs that it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to have those costs. And sometimes one of the challenges when you're dealing with corporates is they will sometimes have a procurement department you have to deal with. Yes. I'm sure you've had the, the <laughs> yes. joy of talking to procurement. And what I've always found is procurement will be like, well, we got three offers or we went out onto the market and your um, offer is 50% higher yeah. than everybody else. And you're like, what? Can it how? really be? How, how, how? Yeah. And I found out very early on, somebody said to me, um, he was like, you have to understand, they're incentivized by yeah. how much money they can save. So at Standard Line, they've gone on a training course somewhere and somebody said to them, you tell all of your potential suppliers that they're 50% higher than, See who, who than drops. You know, everybody else. So yeah. what kind of discount are you going to get? And it's a bit of a, a game. But as you said, if you're like, well, I would love to do this for you, but you know, I can't offer you this like five-star package, but I could give you the four-star one, yeah, or absolutely. we could, you know, reduce the quality of this or do fewer of that. So then they start to see the the value. Yeah. And I, I've actually had that exact conversation with someone <laughs> where they explained that to me as well. So I'm like, yay. So I'm glad I'm sticking to my guns because it's very easy when you're an SME and yeah. you're new to it all. To, and you want to, the business. You want the you business. Want like the, I've worked for this customer, exactly. that client. Or it's a big name and you're like, I don't want to lose yeah. this opportunity, but then they might take advantage of you. So I, th I think it's 
having advice from people like that um, is very valuable and it's it's given me the confidence to stick to my guns. Um, and we, we recently are, are working with someone now as well where I said, okay, we can reduce the price, but we will be we can still deliver good quality workshops, but they might be on a smaller scale or you might yeah. not have as many options as you would with the, with a higher rate. Yeah. And there is always a way to work around it and, and make it work for both. And I think that's, I think that's been valuable for me to learn as well is that if we're just real, if we're just honest, you can have a good conversation with someone. The other person mm -hmm. on the other side of the phone isn't isn't a, an enemy. And if and if I say to them, look, this is covering my costs. We're a small SME. We we're growing, um, and I can't afford to give you that rate or or things like that. They genuinely, um, yeah, they're understanding, and we managed to to work something else out. So that's really that, that's really good that you're able <laughs> yeah. to do that, and I'm so happy to hear as well that you're doing that so early on because many businesses would just get really frustrated and yeah. be like, oh, I don't want to like, I'm not going to do this. It's a no, you don't respect me. <laughs> but there is, you know, you're building relationships, yeah. you're building your reputation. So three years from now, you'll be like. I don't work for less than this. <laughs> yeah. so. I don't get out of bed for less than ten thousand dollars. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. But you do you do eventually get there as well. And it's interesting because you you set up your business three years ago now. So twenty twenty we started. Yes. During COVID. <laughs> and I, you joined Female Fusion right in the beginning yes, as well. Yeah, we've been part of Female Fusion for a long time. Yeah. And I remember when you first started and you were doing some of these workshops and you were organizing different events on a smaller scale, the business to consumer side. Yes. And it seems now that everything is really like grown yes. <laughs> very quickly. It has. And I think um my partner and I was chatting about it um, today, actually. We, we're at a place where we know we need to grow, but it's now trying to figure out the right way to grow and how. I think that's where we we need to still learn as well and, and yeah. where we're at at the moment. It's like we see the need and we know we need to grow, but it's not necessarily knowing 100% where that is or how that is now. So it's... um. Yeah, so that's kind of where we're at now, looking at the next step um, and just figuring out how we can make that work. So. I love that stage of business. <laughs> Do you? I yeah. think it's scary. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so scary, right? Yeah. It's so scary, but it's also so exciting, right? It because is. It is very exciting. Can you imagine where, like, first of all, can you imagine that you would be here three years ago? No. No, Not right? Yeah. Can you imagine, like, once you kind of work it out and you work out all of the pieces that your progression becomes so much quicker and even as well I found with this podcast series speaking with so many different female entrepreneurs all different types of businesses certain things that they say because I've when when I talk to our seven-figure businesses I'm always asking them you know what do you think got you to the next level yeah. and consistently everybody has said networking networking my connections going out and talking to people having those relationships is the number one thing yeah. that got people to to the next level yeah, I don't disagree I think networking to some people is uh, that word networking that just freak out I know I actually like, enjoy oh. it I get excited <laughs> when we do a network um and I wish we had time to do more we we often yeah. say we're like oh we need to do more um 
I, I don't have a problem with meeting people and chatting to people. So for me, it's not scary. And I think that's maybe what sometimes puts other people off. But um, just the benefit I've seen over and over again from people I've met, and not necessarily that they've helped me, but I've met someone else that I know could help them or yes. they've put me in contact with someone. So it's not only that the people that you network with, you have to do business with them. No. It's the It's the afterwards when you bump into someone else and have another conversation like oh actually I met someone that can do that for you um, and putting those people together and I and I always try and put someone in contact with someone that I've met at a networking yeah. event because that needs to be beneficial for all of us of course so it's it's nice to be able to make those connections definitely and it's th this is where I see our really successful entrepreneurs understand reciprocity and because uh, I keep thinking about that because I see how different people behave in business. And by reciprocity, I mean that you're not expecting something. You know, yeah. you're you're giving freely, but you're not one of those people because there's some people who will just want to take, who will like always be asking for help, always be asking for information, always be asking for yeah. connections, but never give in return. Yeah. And that to me throws the whole reciprocity People equation People get tired of, right? of always doing for the one. <laughs> yeah. yeah Where, you know, somebody like you, you might not be, you might not be getting any business, right? But maybe six months from now, someone's like, oh, you know, they're talking to a hotel and like, oh my goodness, you need to speak with Sherry Lee. Yeah. She's amazing. She has like these amazing workshops. She'll be perfect for you. And maybe, you know, that connection turns yeah. into a contract for an entire year and I've definitely I've seen that I've seen I've seen um, contacts come in or people contacting us from the most obscure places that I never yeah. ever thought they, they they're like, oh I got your number from so-and-so maybe you can help us with this or right. or they've actually come to a workshop as a social event for themselves and they've seen how they could use it in their business um, and then pull us into business um, and friends who who of working in a totally different industry um, have called us in and said, you could work with us doing this or doing that. So it definitely comes around. Um, and so I, I, and I think that's what I've always loved about Female Fusion as well is it's always been about building someone else up. It's about building yeah. other people up because if you're just looking to build yourself up, that's it's only going to go one way. But I think building everybody up, it just passes on. Because we bring each on, other together, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So... Um, Scaling up yep. is on the cards. Yeah, so hopefully. excited. <laughs> so excited because this time next year it's going to be a very different business, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what's your vision for the business in the future? Sure, that is a hard question. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think we, we've grown naturally and we've grown um, really positively. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I think I'd, I'd like that to still happen. Um, and I also don't want to get too big too fast. It sounds silly, yeah. but no, I want to do it naturally. I want to do it where we're still giving our best um, to every event and every occasion that we're at. Um, and it's just, I think, growing our team is what I would like to see yeah. done well. So, And I think that's hard as well, like finding the right people and knowing that how do we afford to have people, extra people? Um, I think that's the scary part of, of, of building a team. So I it think is. maybe in a year's time is having 
one or two other people working alongside us um, and uh, that we can do more. Um, at the moment, we can only do so much because yeah. there's two of us. Um, but, but that will allow you to scale, right? That you, yes. you'll be able to step back a little bit and have other people delivering things. Yes. Yeah. So then you can work on the business. So that's, I think, yeah, I think that would be the dream that we can continue doing what we're doing well, that that we love and we enjoy yeah. being part of, um, but having grown naturally and having some more people on our team. Beautiful. Um, and things in the pipeline. And, you know, a sign of success is not having a seven-figure business, right? It's whatever you are happy with. Yep. And, you know, it's... There's so many people who actually have a business that does, you know, the equivalent to two or three hundred thousand dollars in a year, and they're actually much more profitable yeah. than those seven-figure <laughs> businesses, right? Yep. And they have more more free time. It's less stress-free. They don't have all of that extra stuff that comes along with yeah. the bigger business as well. Yeah, I think that's why growing step by step and naturally is also us getting used to it yeah. um, with family like we've got a massive support system with our families um, but our kids are also getting older so it's yeah it's continuously changing as well so it's been figuring out how that all works yeah. together as well. well the great thing when your kids get older you can put them to work in your business it's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> true says every mum who's an entrepreneur <laughs> we're like can you pack these bags for us they really do every now and again they help us sort through things or <laughs> so we get them involved where we can the husbands too they've helped us build yeah. things and make things <laughs> so it's a it's a team effort absolutely but it's great and when your kids see that as well um they start to understand a lot more about business yeah. and how business works and how how you run your your business. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, I, I love that. I've seen my kids have known nothing but me being an entrepreneur, <laughs> and now you know I I was recounting a story the other day that my daughter was talking to her friend about something being profitable and I was like Ooh, where, where did you learn that? that from? She's like from oh, you. Brilliant. She's like we talked about profit before. She's like. It's really important. You need to make a profit and everything. So, so. Cute. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't think you were listening, but anyway. yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's great, and also the teenagers are great at doing TikTok videos. That's the other <laughs> yes. thing as well. We, we're heading in that. Direction. We're just on the cusp of that. The preteen sort of okay. ages. So okay, yeah, so we're I've getting a, there. I've got a fourteen-year-old. She's great at TikTok videos, oh, and sometimes I'll put together a, a video to put on social media. She's like, "Give me your phone. That's so bad. You're <laughs> not putting that, that out." <laughs> So you've got like your own social media person. Yeah, that'll be good. We'll get there. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I am so looking forward to seeing how you're going to grow. Three years. Yeah, thank you. So amazing to see over three years the journey that you've had from just starting out to doing B2B and really, really scaling. And so I hope a year from now, going to hear about your team and bigger contracts and yeah me too so excited <laughs> we yeah we're heading into our, our busy season now end of the year november december is usually our crazy time so yeah amazing well here is to having the best year yet thank you <laughs> we Th hope so <laughs> thanks so much for joining us yeah, on the thank podcast you. thank you for having me it's been lovely to be here
Thanks for listening to the Women on the Rise podcast and our 30 most inspiring female entrepreneurs. If you are inspired by today's episode, why not come and join us in Female Fusion? We would absolutely love to have you. This is where you will be able to connect with the most incredible female entrepreneurs who are all committed to building a most profitable business. All you need to do is head over to femalefusionnetwork.com forward slash join. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Thank you.